Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, my friends. You know who this is. You know where you are. We're in the treehouse. We are in the swing of things as usual. What's going on today? What's going on today? Still in the bees. Working our way through the bees. You know what? What am I gonna What am I gonna talk about today? I, I actually have something pretty in- important to talk about today. So let's get uh, this personal out of the way uh, before the facts come after the track. You know, I got my drink here and everything. I'm ready to go. So let's talk about one hit wonders. Um, what do you think of when you hear one hit wonder? You think of kind of like some loser band who wasn't able to, you know, create anything after their success, right? It's not a good term. It's a pejorative term, one hit wonder. But I started thinking about it after (laughs) the the one hit wonder in my mind, after listening to the track we're going to listen today, I was thinking about it in my mind, to have a hit is a wonderful thing okay if you're a band that you know comes out and you have a hit and a lot of people like your song and listen to your song and they they take in your message that is success that is cool you know you don't even have to make money off of it uh, in my opinion just just the knowing that your message is out there and people like it and people are picking it up should be enough right so what happens to these rock stars or you know would-be rock stars they they write an incredible song they record it they get destroyed they get really famous really quick maybe you get some money and then you know there's incredible pressure on you to to do it again right so if that one song is your masterpiece and it gets out there people immediately want more they demand more right and what if you can't produce again does that make you a loser does that make you you know talentless no because we've you've already proven to us that you can make a catchy tune right if we like it so i was talking to a friend of mine last night uh and my friend jeff and his uncle was the drummer in a band called The Pursuit of Happiness, which enjoyed great success in the 80s and I think even in the early 90s. These guys were on Chrysalis Records along with, you know, Blondie, The Eurythmics, a ton of other awesome bands that I can't really name right now. Um, but they had made it and they were they were rock stars. Uh, Jim Carrey, I think, was a big fan of the band I heard. So... I was talking to my friend Jeff last night and I was like, hey Jeff, did your uncle Dave ever talk about going down to LA to the Chrysalis Records headquarters? You know, how that experience went when they met with this major label uh, that, that was putting out their stuff at the height of their success. And Jeff said, actually, yeah, he did. He talked about how they lived in this mansion in LA for a couple months writing their uh, their next album. And, and what an experience that must have been, I was thinking to myself. Knowing now the trajectory of the career of the band when it comes to, you know, large-scale uh, radio play, whatever, promotion by your record label, ticket sales, stuff like that. And I, like I said, I met Dave, and Dave is just a regular guy, you know, but I could feel that at one point 
He was fully convinced that he was going to be living this rock star life for the rest of his life, you know, 30 or 40 years. Like these, you know, like the Rolling Stones or something. But no, that's not how it works, you know. The Rolling Stones are just like one of those next level all time bands. The Pursuit of Happiness is a good band that had and has a lot of fans. But my point is, people could think of that band as a one-hit wonder because they could only remember a couple songs, but they liked those songs. These songs were hits. So how can we, how can we say that uh, one-hit wonder is a pejorative term still when we really think about it? Because have you or I ever released an album that sold millions of copies and you know charted super high on, on all the popularity contest charts. I certainly haven't, but you know what? Now that I think about it, if I did, that would be just so phenomenal, so fantastic. And if success continued after that, even better. But I would always know that that one, at least that one thing that I made was perfect. So with that in mind, we're going to listen to a band that I have not heard all their songs, okay? But the song that we're going to listen to today is one of, I think, my all-time favorite songs. This is Big Country. Big Country, a Scottish band formed in 1981. These guys had a lot of success in the UK and a little bit in the US, but... Uh, after doing some research on the band, the the success in the major North American market really waned after uh, the, the, these guys first stepped on the scene. And that was something that they kind of dealt with for their career. And one of the, I think the lead singer of this band dealt with a lot of depression uh, as, as his life went forward because you know they had experienced those extreme highs um, when I think this song came out and then they never achieved that uh, success and adulation again. So considering that and what I said earlier these guys should be proud of themselves because uh, this is a great song it's just it's inspiring it makes me feel good you know and I I think it's gonna make you feel good too so let's get into it this is in a big country by big country and this is a song you may have heard before but have you ever really listened to it here we go Thank you. 
Did you feel that? Do you want to go outside and dance around? I don't know, maybe it's because the video, you know, from uh, 1981, <laughs> this album's called The Crossing, by the way. Sorry, 1983. In the video, I think three-wheeled trikes, like powered ATVs, had kind of just been invented or something, so these guys are just ripping around the highlands of Scotland, <laughs> you know, having a great time, enjoying their lives in the big country i think uh aside from the song itself the the thing i like the second most about this whole situation is this band is called big country and the song they're arguably their biggest hit ever is called in a big country so to me that's like the song was so good let's name our band after it <laughs> i mean right anyways 
I don't have a lot to say about these bands. I, I think that song just kind of spoke for itself. But uh, it's nice that they're representing their Scottish roots with their album, nice blue and gray album cover here with the Scottish thistle on it. I'll put that up on the Instagram page. I don't have anything else to say about this one, so I hope uh, I hope you go listen to the song again as you go about your day. What are we doing here today? What's going on? Nothing, nothing special. We don't have any. We don't have any any special parties planned today. But uh, I don't know. As I look around, it looks like everybody's already in a good mood. Do you guys remember that song? That's a big tune, eh? Big one. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us once again. Don't worry, I will be back again very shortly, so you won't have to wait too long until you discover your next new favorite song with your buddy. That's me, Mortimer Magic Main. And with that, I am signing off. Each one, teach one, baby. See you tomorrow. Peace.